This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is the coolest thing you've ever been able to do? 651-641-1071. We're taking your calls on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. What is the coolest thing you've ever been able to do? 651-641-1071. Why are we asking? You know, it's funny because I was listening to uh, Donna and Steve talk with Rocco about his opportunity to go on our wonderful uh, very generous uh, employer's yacht last mm. night. Wow, fancy. I know, and I thought, that is such a cool thing. Like, that's a cool story to be able to tell. Um, And I thought, well, I wonder what other people's really cool stories are. Because, you know, everybody's got a cool story to tell. Everybody's been able to do something super awesome. What is that thing? 651-641-1071. Let's go to Mary. She's been holding. Hello, Mary. Mary, what's the coolest thing you've ever been able to do? Oh, well, many things. But one thing that comes to my the top of my mind is Telluride, Colorado, mm-hmm. which is west of Denver, a little bit west and south. Mm-hmm. And it's all the mountains. And then we took a quad up the mountains and just went four-wheeling and whatever, whatever. A little oh, dangerous. But I totally add. beautiful, I bet. It was, and it started snowing in, like, September. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah Telluride, Colorado, you are, like, in the mountain crevasse. Oh, absolutely. And, boy, you've got to watch your intake of, you know, oh, yeah. anything because of the elevation. Elevation. Yes. Oh, that, oh, that sounds so beautiful, that does Mary. Sound beautiful. Oh my it goodness. It was absolutely beautiful. Oh, I love it. Thank you for your call. Everybody, if you're sitting at a computer right now, just Google Telluride, Colorado and look at the pictures. Yeah. You it just you will want to go immediately, if not sooner. You will want to go there. Let's go to Stacy. Stacy's on the line. Hi, Stacy. Stacy, what's the coolest thing you've ever been able to do? Uh, party with Steven Tyler <gasps> and the whole band of Aerosmith. Fun. How, How did, did that happen? That? Well, I was a professional ice skater when I was young, and I skated with the ice capades, and we were in Boston, and it was New Year's Eve, and we... We're partying, and my girlfriend decided to pull the fire alarm on in the hotel we were staying in. And it just so happened that's where Aerosmith was staying. So when we were all outside with fire trucks, um, one of their bodyguards, we didn't know this, said, Hey, we're having a party. You want to come up to the room? So we said, Sure. And we went up to the room, and there was the whole band. 
That's Stop pretty it. awesome. That is so cool. And he bummed a cigarette from me, and I was smoking Virginia Slim. Oh, Ultra my gosh. That is so cool, Stacy. That is a great story. Thank you for yeah, sharing with fun. us. How, what are the odds, too? Like, thank you for yeah. pulling the fire alarm. Totally random. Most people, when they pull fire alarms, are not going to get treated to that experience. No way. <laughs> uh, let's go to Carol. Hi, Carol. Carol, what's the coolest thing that's ever that you've ever been able to do? Well, this was more than 45 years ago, so it was not as common as it is now. But I went hot air ballooning. Oh, that, oh, that is cool. awesome. Uh, it was very cool. Yeah, what? where did you go? Like, where were you in uh, geographically? Well, I lived in Illinois at the time, and there was a little balloon port about a half hour from my home, and I saved up my pennies in order to do it. And then my boss said, if I pay for it, can I go too? And I said, sure. So he loved it so much, he became a balloon pilot, and he's a dentist, and we used to bring patients up. Like, every weekend, we'd bring patients ballooning oh, so with cool. us. Oh, that's cool. Get your teeth done and then go and for then a go ride. And the balloon. Yep. I love yep. it. That's so cool, it was, Carol. It was beautiful. Thank you for your call. Uh, and let's go to Allison. Hi, Allison. What's the coolest thing you've ever been able to do? I don't know if mine is as cool as Aerosmith, but uh, when I was, I was a competitive diver all through high school and college. And when I was 16, I was asked to join a junior Olympic team that was going to be competing in Italy. Mm. So I got to fly to Italy and I was all by myself and um, I competed against the junior Olympic team in Italy and uh, it was in the Olympic uh, pool in Rome. Wow. That is so cool, cool. Allison. Yeah, it was pretty fun. That is a good one. Thank you for your call. Um, Bradley, what's the coolest thing you've, you've ever gotten? I don't know. You know, I, I struggled trying to think through all the things because a lot of them are travel related, right? Because I've been thinking a lot about travel lately. Mm-hmm. And the first time I went to another country clear around the other side of the globe when I uh, got to go to Japan in college, that was that was pretty life changing to like see that like, oh, my God, there's a whole nother world. Right. Um, but if not travel. Well, no, I, I would imagine they're mostly travel related. I mean. Yeah. Getting to run a, mm-hmm. uh, what was it, a 5K in Uganda, yeah. that was pretty cool. You yeah, remember that story? I do remember that. That was, that is spectacular. See, that's the thing is, to me, the, the, I, like when I think in my own life of all the really cool things I've been able to do, a lot of them were sort of, um, unique or unexpected things that happened or happened because I happened to be in the right place at the right time. Yeah. Like we talked our way backstage at a Dave Matthews concert Ooh. and that like is a memory that I love to share, but yeah. it also is one of those things that loses itself in translation and only the people that I was with well, at sure. the time really know kind of how the stars aligned in that moment. Yeah. Um, Holly, what about you? Yeah, it, you know, it's like both of yours. It's either time and place or a lot of them are travel related yeah. because I focused a lot of my life on traveling. I would say so in school, I did an internship in India for a month mm-hmm. and it was working in Bollywood. So oh, it was that would be wor- so cool. Yeah. So it was working on film. Well, we worked on TV shows mm-hmm. and well, there was a TV show. It was called Ishan on the Disney Channel. That's the show that I worked on. But just being there for a month, hanging out, working Seeing just these 
completely different ways of of doing business yeah. and work and hanging out and just so that was something unexpected. Never had the intention of doing that in my life, right? And that nobody else. I mean, the the vast majority of people that you interface with on a day to day basis have not had that type of experience. Yeah, right. it was very unique and very singular. And it's one of those things in my life. I'm like, I did that, and that was really cool. Yeah, yeah that cool. is cool. That is cool. Well, that's fun. Um. I took, well, see, this is going to mean nothing to you guys, but I took a ballet class from Gelsey Kirkland. Um, and Gelsey Kirkland is one of the most famous principal ballerinas. Yeah. Uh, if you have seen the Nutcracker with Mikhail Baryshnikov, Gelsey Kirkland is his partner. Oh, in wow. That. So, well, that's cool. It is yeah. really that cool. Is really and cool. it's like one of those things nobody else. Yeah, that has special meaning yeah, to you. Yeah. And, like and she, people who understand. Yeah. It. It, ballet, yeah. who she came up to me and she touched me and corrected me. And to get a correction from Gelsey Kirkland is like, you've been blessed. Yep. So that, yeah, that was a pretty cool thing. Um, That was fun. We could do that again sometime. Oh, for when, sure. You when could we say come, that was cool. It was, that was so cool, cool, man. Totally cool. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we barely touched on... Um, a show that is coming up called The Activist. And there has been some oh. controversy around it. And um, Juliana Huff has inserted herself into the apology tour because she is involved with this show. We're going to lay it all out for you when we come back on The Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Oh, you guys, we got to talk about Juliana Huff and this apology that she has written. On the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. Uh, do you remember? I think it was in a Dirt Alert update. Holly dropped in. Was it? Or did we do this off the air? No, this was just a Dirt Alert update aside that happened late last week. Okay. That So we learned about uh, a TV show from a press release called The Activist. Yeah. This is like a reality show slash reality competition show similar to, say... The Voice or American Idol, where they're yep. going to award activists. Gamifying activism, yes. And uh, it would be uh, it would be not hosted, but um, like the judges were are going to be Juliana Huff, Usher, and Priyanka Chopra Jonas. So this is a series produced by CBS and Global Citizen. Six activists from around the world would work to bring meaningful change to one of three urgent universal causes, health, education, and the environment. And then their success will be judged based off of social media engagement through digital media campaigns. Again, with celebrity judges, Juliana Huff, Usher, and Priyanka Chopra Jonas. Now, understandably, I think understandably, uh, this was roundly criticized over social media by many people for a variety of reasons. Mm -hmm. And Juliana Huff is now um, responding to that. Before I go further, do you want to go right into her uh, apology or do you want to do we have anything that we need to speak about as a family about in general this show? No, I haven't done enough. I mean, I haven't done any like research on it. Okay. I can understand why people would be or would I I would have questions. Right. Like I can't judge it um the for packaging... any real specifics what I can yeah. say is I can understand why people would question why wouldn't you, if you're going to do something good in the world, why don't you just do it um mm-hmm. instead of making a show out of it. That said, you know, like 
if depending on what you're trying to accomplish, you got to reach people in a variety of ways. So I'm not opposed to the idea. I guess I understand, though, that in the world we live in, people are going to have an immediate reaction. Mm-hmm. And you would imagine that it would be incumbent upon this show to understand that that's going to be an issue and have addressed those things before you announce or come forward with this do you see what i'm saying it's an understandable Mm -hmm. criticism so you'd think they'd have a response right like that they would have done the work on the front end of like how is this going to land on people Mm -hmm. well juliana huff has decided to uh enter the chat and she says the following i'm gonna i'll i'll read what i believe is the most important part and then i'll paraphrase what i believe is another thing anyway okay so she says the last few days have been a powerful demonstration of real life activism thank you for using your voices calling me in your accountability and your candor i am deeply listening with an open heart and mind deeply okay so i'm like okay uh, we've opened the yeah apology or or whatever this is i'm here after the press release announcing the activist i heard you say that the show is performative promoted pseudo-activism over real activism, felt tone-deaf like Black Mirror, The Hunger Games, and that the hosts weren't qualified to assess activism because we are celebrities and not activists. Okay. Seems valid. Right? I heard you say that there was hypocrisy in the show because at the root of activism is a fight against capitalism and the trauma that it causes so many people and that the show itself felt like a shiny capitalistic endeavor. Fair. Also understandable. I also heard you say that trying to value one cause over another felt like the oppression Olympics and totally missed and disrespected the many activists who have been killed, assaulted, and faced various abuses fighting for their causes. And because of all of this, there is a feeling of insult, dehumanization, insensitivity, and hurt that is being rightfully felt. Okay, so she has now identified what she heard the voices of the masses saying. Yeah. I find that to be a useful um, tool when you are entering into a conversation. So, so far, I'm like, okay. Like, She's like, yeah, here's what I heard. Yep. And I, she validates the hearing. Yep. And then she says, I do not claim to be an activist and wholeheartedly agree that the judging aspect of the show missed the mark. And furthermore, that I am not qualified to act as a judge. On top of all of this, many people are just becoming aware that I wore. Oh, mm-hmm, do you remember this? Oh, yes. I had forgotten until I know. she brought it up. On top of this, many people are just becoming aware that I wore blackface in 2013, which only further added insult to injury. Now, pause. She did um, in 2013 for Halloween. She dressed up as Uzo Aduba's character in Orange, Orange is, is the New Black, Black who go went by the moniker Crazy Eyes. And she went all in on the... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Character. And uh, when she was criticized for that because it's so obvious. Yeah, blackface. She said, I didn't know. I'm just such a fan of the show. I didn't think it was that big of a deal kind of thing. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have her. Yeah, exact, no, I remember now. But yes. I, I'm fully back in that moment. So anyway, she calls that back because people have been critical of that. She she does explain that that was a poor choice based on her own white privilege, um, et cetera. So she seems to be reflective in the understanding of that. Mm-hmm. And then she says the following. Uh oh. It feels important for me to share that the original reason I signed on to this show was because I was really excited to be a part of something that highlights and is centered around sharing activists' work on a larger platform. In doing so, I felt that it would help educate, mobilize, and inspire people around the world to get involved in activism because many worthy causes need attention, funding, and most importantly, the power to affect real change. Okay. I do not have all the answers yet, but I've shared your concerns as well as my own with the powers that be, who I believe have listened. I have faith and confidence in the people I've worked with. They'll make the right choice, et cetera, et cetera. I'm going to continue to listen, unlearn, learn, take the time to be fully present with everything that you've all just shared because I don't want to just react. I want to digest, understand, and respond in a way that is authentic and aligned with the woman I am becoming. I also understand that there's no response that I could share that would make everyone happy. However, I want you to know that this is a conversation and I'm still listening. Okay. Here's where I get like feel like there's been... Again, she says it. I know that there's no response I could give that would be satisfactory. The part where it goes off the rails to me is the part where she says, I feel it's important for me to share the original reason why I did this. Yeah. That feels like justification. Centering it on you. Yep. Yeah. So like all the listening well, and also we were she doing. She says all the right things and then she's like, but I'm still doing yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. So. And the end of yeah. it isn't, but I'm not going to do it. Yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. Celebrities behaving badly. D-Bags. D-Bags! Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. And um, we have a name for those celebrities behaving badly. Bradley, what's the name? D-Bag! Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your D-Bag? Rebel Wilson. Oh, gosh. That's a frequent flyer. Mm-hmm. What's she doing now? Okay, so this actually showed up in Hello Magazine, Hello. but oh, they surprise. are actually not the D-Bag here. What? I know. It really is just Rebel Wilson, and here's why. Oh Stop me if you've heard this before. She uh, shared on Instagram a picture of herself. It doesn't really matter. I mean, she's... <laughs> It doesn't matter. It's a picture of her in front of like inflatable shells trying to look like a mermaid. And she does this whole like encouraging speech. Um, I went to a rebel island. I went to, I wanted to end Rebel Island with a shipwrecked mermaid themed party. I feel like turning 40, I've weathered a lot of storms in my life malaria, being kidnapped, being bullied, fertility struggles, emotional eating, overcoming shyness, having no money. Okay. So this is all like for her birthday. For her 40th. For her, I think it's her 41st birthday. Or is okay. it her 40th? It doesn't matter. She had a birthday. Um, and 
she went to Rebel Island and she ended it with a shipwrecked mermaid. And she's, you know, thinking a sh- shipwrecked a mermaid themed party. Oh, OK. I was like, I don't get the shipwrecked because mermaid. she's been through a lot. Right. Like she and she says malaria, being kidnapped, being bullied, fertility, struggle. Mermaids struggles don't go on ships, though. They actually wreck Bradley, ships. stop putting logic in the conversation. Okay. All right. <laughs> Anyway, she says, I've managed to thrive and find my inner siren, and I encourage everyone out there to seek their inner siren. Now, none of this is what makes her a D-bag, right? Like, she's doing a pep talk. This is her TED talk. It's fine. Um, It's not about looking a certain way or being a certain size. It's about embracing your unique beauty, loving yourself, finding your purpose, and then feeling yourself to the max. As long as you have lots of money, a hairdresser, a makeup artist. You can go to Switzerland to have diarrhea for for days. And a lot of Photoshop. But sure, it's... Anybody can do this. Here's yeah. the D-bag part right now. I know, right? Love you guys. And now I'm taking a bit of a break to focus on a very exciting film I've written. Okay. Going into production next year. We've been down this road. <laughs> right? Where Thank she disappears because she's busy filming. But she, she doesn't, doesn't yeah. disappear. So here's my question to you guys. Do we take action on just how long she'll be gone? A week? A day? Uh, well, I would minutes. imagine until her, you know, endorsement calendar requires a post. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe a fortnight. <laughs> That's a very British. She's not British, but um, she kind of is British adjacent because yeah. they're closer to Britain than we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just <laughs> still like, got that accent. Girl, kinda. girl, we've been through this before. You did this. When you were doing that um, one character that was like the most London, serious yeah. character you've ever done in your entire life and you need to leave Instagram so you can focus on the emotionally taxing work of being an actress, which is your job. Yes. I also, you know, what's interesting to me is I don't understand this. Like, I do understand, like, I'm rich. I've got a lot of resources or anybody, you know, like we're we we all have gifts in the world. And I understand, like, sharing with your friends, like, look at me, like we're doing the thing. Like, I totally am all in for all that. That's what social media is. Mm -hmm. But I don't understand who her audience is. Right. With Rebel Wilson in particular. By that, I mean, like, is it her friends? Is it... I guess it's her fans, right? Mm-hmm. And there are Rebel Wilson fans. So I guess I should just accept that that's who she's talking to. And perhaps they feel connected to her, you know, her shipwrecked mermaid themed party. Um, it's it's just, I'm always like, is she performing for like people that she's hoping will hire her? Is she performing for like, who? what's the performance for? I don't know. I don't either. I don't know, but also it's I like I have no ideas. No, it's like it's like a TED Talk mixed with like a self congratulations. Yeah, right. Like it's like I'm going to inspire you, but you guys, I got to go for a hot second. I, I'm I not inspired have created by this. something very spectacular. Well, it's it's but faux, I'm not the it's audience. Faux inspiration. Faux inspiration. Faux inspiration. Faux inspiration. Mm-hmm. Just because by that I mean again, like she is very successful and has things that she. But I want to like share the real stuff, girl. Like you, like I, I just get the impression that this girl has scrapped her way to where she is right now, mm-hmm. and I want the real story. I don't want your filtered version, Mm-mm. right? Well, mm-hmm. this isn't the first time that Rebel Wilson. Her story is not particularly clear. I mean, remember, she was like, there were age discrepancies and other things in the way that she was presenting herself in the public. Okay, I had actually forgotten about that. Yeah, I was going to say there are lawsuits. I forgot about that. Yeah, she she won a ton of money 
against, I think, the Daily Mail. Um, it was an Australian tabloid. Oh, you're right. It was like mm-hmm. the Sun okay. But she never got the money. Hello? Okay. Because Rebel <laughs> Wilson was ordered to repay millions in that defamation case mm. back in 2018. Yikes. So Rebel Wilson had received a settlement of about 3.5 million American dollars from Bauer Media. They published articles saying that Rebel Wilson was a serial liar. But then the court reduced that sum, and now Rebel Wilson, back in 2018, had to pay back about 80% of that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. So there's a lot of, you know, drama happening. But those are the stories. Like, girl, I want the real TED Talk. Right. Yes. Because I always, I'm just here for the sausage. I'm not here for the, like, tap dance. Although I do love I a good Ann Miller a, tap dance. I would love a tap dance with a sausage. Thank you. A, a tap, tap dancing, dancing sausage. sausage. All of the above. Right into my mouth. Sounds good. Kicking a stretch. Thank you. <sighs> I feel like that's the thing. I feel like she tries to skim over some stuff by just like listing out. It's just that thing that mm-hmm. people do. And you're, you know, people on Instagram and other places who do the like, I am blessed. Like, okay, I know you're blessed, but like, tell me the real reason you're blessed. Don't tell me like vague stuff. Because I'm not here for vague. I, I want... think what you're saying is, um, like, Brene Brown, your vulnerability is important. Yeah. yeah. Because it's, because we can all... Who can't relate to being vulnerable? Right. That doesn't mean I always want to share it. I mean, don't show up on my Instagram thinking I'm going to spill my beans all over the place. Um, I mean, but I'd rather do that mm-hmm. before I would post, like, Marilyn Monroe's Albert Einstein quote. Oh, boy. But like with Rebel Wilson, <laughs> she's being vulnerable, but only to the extent that her vulnerability no, it's, will be it's profited vulnerable. from. Yeah. It's yeah. Fake vulnerable. Vulnerable. F- 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 folks. Vulnerable. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's just for. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what the her was, but it's, it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bradley, who's your D-Bank? Lori Laughlin and uh, Mal- oh. Malanuli Masaju- Masa- Majasimo. What did you call him that one time? Ma- Masamuli? Ja- it's Gianni Masamuli? Gianni, Gianni Masamuli. <laughs> Poor Gianni. <laughs> Poor Gianni okay. Masamuli. No, it's Massimo Gianuli. Lori Laughlin and Massimo Gianuli, they just dropped $13 million in La Quinta's Madison Club, kids. Do you even know what like any of those La words? Like the La Quinta Inn and Suites? <laughs> yes. Like is right off like a four nine yes. four ninety four? Yeah. Mm, free continental breakfast. Nice. Yes. They so- love <laughs> no, that. Sorry. That they got one of them waffle makers. It's automated. <laughs> you just press a button. Beep. <laughs> Great. Is this some kind of golf resort? Of course it is. Ah, is this the okay. one where But it's um, not just any golf John resort? John Travolta got freaky with the massage therapist. I wouldn't be surprised because it plays home to none other than uh, Chris Jenner, Courtney Kardashian, Nike's Phil Knight, music mogul Lucien Grange, Cindy Crawford, and Scooter Braun. Mm. So, is there I, a rowing club there? I, I know, right? I read this article, and at first I was like, I, I only read this article because I had to understand the headline. Lori Laughlin, Massimo Giannulli dropped $13 million in La Quinta's Madison Club. I'm like... Is that a casino? Like, did they drop a bunch of money at a casino? Or like, like, did they did somebody pick it up and give it back to them? <laughs> yes. That's a lot of Is money. It still to drop. there? Can <laughs> I? Can I find it? Um, and then I read, of course, no, they dropped uh, a bunch of money. Now, also, I would just like to remind you that last summer, this was before they all went to prison. I think, right? Because it mm-hmm. was in the Gosh, last year that they've year. been to prison. <sighs> we are like shipwrecked. 
mermaids with them. They uh, spilled out $9.5 million for their main residence, a modern farmhouse, because that's a thing, only for rich people and people who watch too many home improvement programs in Hidden Hills. And in addition to that $9.5 million main house, they now have an additional $13 million vacation mansion. Mm-hmm. In Palm Desert, mm. which is where this uh, La Quinta Inn and Suites golf community, which has a Tom Fazio designed golf course, celebrity residence, and they bought it from these uber wealthy startup people, tech people, um, who are worth billions of dollars. And I just thought, I just had this moment, like, I like rich people. Some of my best friends. <laughs> Some of my best friends are rich people. They're not also actually. not true. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never been around a real rich person. Mm. No, I, I, I ain't got no truck with rich folks. Yeah, make your money. I would like some of that. Yeah, spend it too. Give it to a bunch of other people. Mm-hmm. Um, don't hold on to it too long. But I do find it a little gross that like these two bilked the system. Right? Mm-hmm. They went to jail for what? Yeah. For buy, trying to buy their kids' way into prestigious colleges by lying. Which is something only affordable to the very wealthy, mm-hmm. right? And powerful and yeah. influential. And usually powerful and influential people are people with money. Okay, so they went to prison for that. But also remember their excuse for why they did the thing which ultimately they went to prison for, so they never really apologized, truly. Mm-hmm. I mean, because, remember, their defense was... We thought it was all on the up and up. Like, everybody else is... Yeah, everybody else just does. I was everybody trying to be a good mom. Everybody else does that. All these other Richie McRich pants. So we were just trying to do what everybody else was doing. Mm-hmm. So, like, their privilege was showing when they did the thing. Their pri- privilege was also showing when they suffered the consequences for the thing. And their privilege further showed when they didn't really serve any hard time for the thing or have any long-lasting consequences for the thing, evidenced by the fact that they were just able to drop $13 million mm-hmm. on a vacation property for them and their family. Do you feel like they learned a lesson Zero. after breaking federal law? Nope. No, sir. Now, do you... Uh, I'm just... I'm not gonna... It's just... It's, it's quote, so obvious, and I won't grandstand uh, using other people's misfortune. I just think it, it's kind of gross. Oh, it's so gross. Not can they? And it's not because I'm like trying to poo poo on their wealth or something like that. Like I, although if you did, then it would be yours. <laughs> mine now. It's mine. <laughs> I poop on it. I poop on it. It's mine. <laughs> oh, that's how it works then, huh? It's it's, it's what, what I like heard. to call. It's the, what I've heard. The, Tim Hortons. Uh, no, not Tim Hortons. What's that insult dog? Yeah, Triumph. The Triumph. <laughs> Insult Comics Secret to Success. <laughs> His Socialist Manifesto. <laughs> it's you. mine. If you can poop on it, it's, it's yours. yours. That would lead to a really, really unfortunate series of events. I think we lost Holly. She's done. Fighting capitalism. Right. One. Two, really. <laughs> At a time. 
When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got a lazy publication ship to call out. You, this one's not even on your radar, but they're lazy. Oh, Just so trust lazy. us. We'll tell you all about it after this on My Talk 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And we like to talk about publicationships. Perhaps you've noticed. It's uh, true. Bradley, what is a publicationship? A relationship for publicity often um, uh, performed by celebrities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, this is a lazy publicationship, and it's not one that we've featured uh, yet on the show. Bradley, who are we talking about? Yeah, I don't know what we're going to call these kids. Geely, Kaysen, I guess you could call them. Lazy. Hudakis. Oh, sorry. What? Oh, I like Hudakis. 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 I, Hudakis I don't know. each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So Jason Sudakis and Keely Hazel. Now, that said, um, and I can explain what that means if you don't understand what a Jason Sudakis and a Keely Hazel is are. Um, but I just want to give you the story first that Jason Sudeikis, here's the headline. Jason Sudeikis reunites with Ted Lasso bombshell Keely Hazel for a hike after his ex Olivia Wilde is seen cheering on her younger rocker lover, Harry Styles. Okay. So her younger rocker lover. Yeah. So it just, it does all this headline does all the things, right? And then what we're treated to is a series of photographs of them sweaty and stretching and talking to each other. He also sort of looks like he like spilled something on himself. Yeah. Um, I will just say as a person who does sweat. Yeah. That's just, you know, that's just an unfortunate sweat stain, which indicates they moved. Yeah. While they were together. But what's interesting is now let's get to the story quickly and then we can back up and explain why these are lazy people and why we're even talking about them, though. So the story is really just a series of photos where they go on a hike. Mm-hmm. And Jason Sudeikis and Keely Hazel, I almost said Healy Kazel, Keely Hazel are both in Ted Lasso. Right. Which is Jason Sudeikis's. You know, show. super popular TV show mm-hmm. of the moment. Everybody loves it. Everybody loves that Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. They were together before. And remember when they were spotted together before, there were rumors that they were together. But very quickly, um, people inside from the inside sources said, that's just a bunch of hooey. They're not together. Right. right. So we kind of went about our business like, OK, maybe I thought maybe Jason was trying to get some of that Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles publicationship attention. By hanging out with his co-star, just like his ex, Olivia Wilde, and her new man, Harry Styles, have been doing, as it's also even pointed out in this story's headline, right? Right. Like, they're not far apart. Also, remember, um, before that all happened in the first place, there there were a lot of stories about Jason Sudeikis kind of being like, woe is me. Yeah. Womp womp, like he was a big really womp, missing womp. his lady. He wanted her back. Right. All that stuff. Right. So then then he gets connected to this lady. And it's like, okay, so those stories no, go fine, away. Because he's got a he's pretty fine. young lady that's mm-hmm. very talented actress next to him. So he looks good again. Mm-hmm. Again, this is not what we're saying. This is just the superficial reading by tabloids. Okay, so that's the story. It is literally just them out for a hike. Big bleeping deal, right? Also, in this story, it says, as it said previously, that sources, a source connected to these people... These two are just platonic friends. Quote, simply platonic friends. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have a question for yeah, you. Yeah, I have an answer, maybe. Have Jason Sudeikis and other platonic friends gone out for walks together 
that in you're front aware of cameras. Of. Yes. Not in front of cameras. Correct. Yeah. But likely, yeah, sure. he has other platonic friends. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he does. Maybe he goes on walks with lots of people. But we only see it when mm-hmm. it's Keely Hazel. Mm-hmm. Keely K- Keely. Let's just call her Keely Hazel. Hazel. Because that's her name. Okay. Hudakis. Um, again, so I'm like, well, we know that celebrities tend to do these walks with people when they want attention. When they want to be seen doing these walks with people. If you wanted to go out and just be seen with a friend, would you maybe not go with a guy? And I say that just because, again, tabloids are very basic. Mm -hmm. They're not very deep Mm -hmm. and thoughtful. Right. They see two dudes together, unless it's like, um, Doogie Howser, you know, or, um... Another gay person <laughs> who's known to be gay, they're not going to probably connect them romantically, is right. my point. Right? It was like when Camilla Cabello went walking with her friend in yoga pants the other right. day. Yes. Right. Right. yes, exactly. It didn't say, oh, but they had, they point, an insider pointed out they're just friends. Right. So I ask you, what is the point of all of this? Well, the point of all of this is to uh, make us think regardless of what the words say, that Jason Sudeikis is getting hot and steamy with Keely Hazel. Yeah, because like probably you can bank on most people not reading stories. Right. They just see pictures, and they'll fill in the blanks. And the headline is like, it doesn't deny anything. It Mm-mm. just says, Jason reunites with Keely Hazel for a hike. And then talks about like Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles, and those two are romantically linked. So the implication would be that these two are romantically linked. And also look at some of the photos. She's like sticking. Also, do you see what she does with her leg? Uh, yep. She's like hitting the traffic signal, yep. the walk. You know how with you can hit foot. the walk? <laughs> she hits it with her Which foot. Which actually, you know, is sanitary for her, but for not anybody else. Yeah, I would say maybe do your hip yeah. or your elbow. Maybe don't also, put your clod, you know, uh, like dirty foot up there. That's disgusting. Can I can I draw your attention to something else that's really bothering me that made me Google something? Oh, okay, yeah. Can you can you describe how she's holding her can of LaCroix? Throughout the entire every single picture of her walking with her LaCroix. Oh, she has it um, It's like she's presenting like the claw? It's like she's presenting it. It's like you can see on full view that she's drinking LaCroix. So I'm like, I'm going to Google. Is she like some sort of brand ambassador for LaCroix? By the way, don't Google it because you are going to get a lot of things that you didn't bargain for. Yeah, there is one where she's actually holding it like this. Right. What are you going to get, by the way? Oh, you get like, I just Googled Keely Hazel LaCroix. And it's like Keely Hazel nude gallery. Oh, I'm like, what? What, what about Lacroix got us there? Anywho, my point is, it. Yeah, she's holding it so you can see it. It very much looks like she's presenting the Lacroix. Like this is a strategic move. I don't know. I just know. I just think like, is he? Is it just because he's like, I need some attention? So Keely, let's go for a walk, because you know that the tabloids are gonna like follow us and i can hear somebody out there like well, they're just friends they i mean they, they probably go on walks all the time well also, but where's the walks with jason sudeikis and you know ralph uh cramden yeah where are those walks no but you're right it's clear that he ca- and also i think people do want a story about because ted lasso is super popular yeah 
And so I think people are hungry for some sort of story that there's something going on behind yeah, the which scenes. Which I totally there. get and I understand. Sure. It's Publationship 101. Yeah. But like, don't pee on our leg and tell us it's raining. Mm-mm. She's probably like, yeah, we can be out together, but you need to tell them we're not together together. And he's like, okay. That's just kind of sad. So he popped that in. Right. But she got oh. her walk with her LaCroix. And uh, yeah, I like, would just and have to say to LaCroix. I need to do a pa- uh, paparazzi walk for I'll LaCroix. I'll go for walks with LaCroix for sure. Hey, what's the fast food that you would buy a subscription to? 651 641 